are listening to the number one Oilers podcast, Handkerchief Dynasty. Two minutes for interference. Welcome to uh, Handkerchief Dynasty. Episode 72, the uh, punchline to uh, another great set of jokes. Joined today by my good friend, compatriot and comrade, the High Priest of Oilers Magic. How are you, High Priest? Terrible, I imagine. Yeah, never been better. (laughs) We haven't talked, actually, since Friday, so... Um, <laughs> what a horrible sinking feeling that was at the end of that game. I mean, it was also the culmination of the sinking feeling the whole series gave yeah. me. Yeah. You know, so it was like, it was like a sinking feeling nestled within a larger sinking feeling. Yeah. Like a black hole within a like eating a dying star or something. I don't really know what kind of metaphor I could use here, but. Yeah, it was like being on the end of the Titanic that went down last, right? It was like watching the boat right. tip yeah. up and you're kind of like perched on a rail at the bow or maybe with the other one, the stern, and you're just like, oh, shit, and everyone's sinking. And then finally, it's your turn to uh, to sink. Not a great feeling. Really the worst feeling. And so familiar, so familiar, although new, new in its uh, familiar yet new. Well, it was it was uh, because there was the spiritual imprint left behind on our material forms. Right. And then this new spiritual imprint in the form Mm -hmm. of a sensory set of sense sense perceptions of the game created a new imprint that was familiar, but new. Exactly. Right. Exactly. It was a very strange feeling. It almost felt like. I like transcended, like I, I, I channeled the despair, the sports despair, like into like a, a emotional kind of wormhole. And I was like, I felt very alienated for a little while, very dejected, but also like oddly like free. It's like I, I like left my body or something. I like I experienced like later that night or like shortly after, like I'd say like half hour after the game, I started to feel this like incredible like rush of uh, like exhilaration almost. It was very strange. It was a very strange emotional ride. Like a cutter. Sounds like like what a cutter feels. What what's a cutter? Someone from like a Qatari? Exactly. Yeah. What are you talking about? What's a, what do you mean cutter? Like someone mean? that someone that cuts themselves. Oh Jesus Christ! <laughs> no. Yeah. Nothing like that. Yeah, exactly like that. Oh fuck, that's fucked up, man. It is. Don't ever cut yourself, kids. It's not a good scene. No, it's a bad sound. It's a I bad would say scene. don't ever do that, but uh, also well, to be honest, I don't also, ever like, uh, cheer for a sports team that is the uh, sporting e- sporting equivalent of that practice. 
Um, I mean, I, I honestly was working overtime to do some metacognition and some thinking about thing, about, about some thinking about it that like yeah. seeing the positive side of it, which for me personally was that, you know, I'd really been pretty hyper focused on the podcast and the the Oilers for even I mean it wasn't just the two weeks the last two weeks or so, but there was it, it was kind of building up to the last two weeks. It was like I was climbing up this hill of yeah. more more attention paid to the Oilers, and then in a weird way I was just like, well, you know, there's still a month of summer left, you know, and like this fucking sucks. Like there was no there was no getting past how 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 it totally sucked hard, and yeah. there was no getting past it really on Saturday either. But like I had a good weekend. Um, I'm like I'm pretty philosophical about it at this point personally, but I, I I also don't live in Edmonton, so I don't have to be surrounded by the collective dejection, which is um, obviously a totally different story. No, I mean life goes on, and yes, there is still lots of summer left, but. Um, the Oilers side of my life, like that, which is always its own separate thing. Like there's summer, there's life, and then there's Oilers, right? It's a totally ne'er the twain meet. But and that the Oilers side of it is just like a a like it's in ruins, it's in shambles, it's rubble right now. I have more questions than I think I've ever had about the team. Because of their performance, because of. All right, lay them on me. Let's let's hear some of them. Well, where were they? I mean, what's the excuse this time? What's where were the... they? I think like last reports were they were in the bubble in, in Edmonton, Alberta, but I'm were not they? sure. I'm not sure if uh, I'm not sure if uh, we have visual were they? confirmation. Can you confirm that? that? Yeah, guys. I, but I'm not I, sure I, if there was a visual confirmation or if that was just based on like last last reports. Yeah, I think that was uh, those were Twitter rumors that the Oilers were in the bubble because I didn't see them. I mean, I'm pretty sure the RCMP did actually put out a, a call that saying that Zach Cassian hadn't been seen for like seven to ten days, or like that. I think the exact words they used were "last seen days ago." Like, like they checked his, they checked, never... his, they checked his Skype, they checked his Skype, and it said "last seen days ago." Yeah, right. I've never seen a worse playoff performance ever. I don't think. Maybe what, from who the whole team or what? Maybe the Flames last year when they played I mean, Colorado. There's, there's been a million worse ones, I'm sure. We didn't get swept for one thing, so. No. Plenty, plenty of people shot the bed completely and got completely swept, and we were in most games. It's just we just we no, didn't we show weren't. up entirely. Well, no, we, we weren't. No, we weren't. They were the last two no, games. Most games. We I mean, I'm not. Okay, well, we philosophically cycles. speaking, you could say we weren't in them, but it's yeah. not as though it's not as though the last two games we lost by huge margins. No, we didn't, but we got cycled to death in game three. It was clearly just a matter of time before Chicago scored, and they did. And in game four, that game was over as soon as Clefbaum gave up the puck to give the well, Hawks. I mean, what you're doing there is you're just like, you're, you're picking certain moments, but I mean, nope, I think in game four, had we, we outchanced them by a wide felt. margin. That's how I felt the moment it happened. They didn't show up. Okay. They didn't show up for any of those games. So the you, Hawks, you the Hawks Clef now trade Clef Bomb. Is that is that the first handkerchief dynasty T-shirt? <laughs> that would be the know. worst T-shirt we could possibly devise. Oh, we should still be patient with them. Do you think him and Nurse? We should still be patient with them. Well, I'm not saying. I mean, patient with them. Like, do you do you remember what the fucking last eight months have been, man? Like, it's like, and and like play, good like teams get ousted from the playoffs all the time. It's like to just get rid of to say you have to get rid of Clef Bomb and Nurse no, is I'm not the, saying... the height of insanity. And like the the sarcasm behind your like oh should we be patient with the Pacers no but 
I'm not saying I'm not saying patience. We want to win now, but like it's not as though. I mean, I think probably Nurse Bear and Clefbaum are part of the team going forward, and then it's the other three defensemen that we see. I'd say Ethan Bear is part of the team going forward for sure. He showed up. He almost got buried, and nobody did anything. Tyler Ennis got his leg broke by a hawk. Nobody did anything. I've never seen anything like that. Like, I've honestly never seen a team break a guy's leg and that team just not just carry on as though it never happened. I've never seen that before. I've never seen that before. And it's, I don't know what that is. I don't know what so wait, that is. Hold on, and hold then on. For, I, get this, I want to get this straight. Is that something you've seen before on previous occasions, like in the past? Have you seen it before? Or you haven't seen it before? I've never seen it before. You've never seen it before. Oh, I see. Yeah, I mean, I mean they didn't show up. They, they really like they, they weren't they, they didn't play like the team. They didn't play the team. They didn't play the game we know they could play in the regular season. But again, like that happens to teams in the playoffs all the time. And again, like I mean, like I'm I'm pissed off. I'm as pissed off as anybody. I have I have questions as well. You know, it's not as though I have this like faith in the team that's like not taking a hit from this um and there's there's a lot of that's i'm kind of hoping you can help me go through the questions because in my own my own my, my own way of processing it is trying to take a step back and have a philosophical attitude about it so yeah, i'm not I even keep, I, I don't even have that. the mental energy i don't even have the mental energy to go through something like you know there's like you probably between the two of us we would probably come up with like 10 reasons why we lost this series right now number one being we didn't seem to really show up in the series for That's one. That's the only reason. Number for me, not nobody. I mean, it's it's a it's reason crazy. that it's an all-encompassing. It's a good catch-all, but you know, yes. you, you get a point to the defensive play of our young, def- of basically our top defensemen. You could point to players, uh, you know, players that had no points, really bad giveaways, goaltending, uh, coaches' decisions. Yeah, you nobody know, showed I, up. Nobody played playoff hockey. So you just think that's that's it, period? I think that's something that has been going on with this team. I think that's the problem. And what that problem is, I like it's the same old stuff. I don't know what I don't I don't get it. It's so it's such an Oilers thing and it, I'm not sure if there's a solution to it. Like I really like when we started doing this, I would go on and on ad nauseum about uh, the culture of this team and the lack of identity. And during the course of this season, I thought maybe we had solved that, but we just haven't at all. I don't know if it's a solvable problem. I, it's not something that I think personnel can necessarily fix. I think it's something that comes from within. And I don't know. I don't know what it is. Like it was so during Connor McDavid's post-game, post-series press conference when he was saying, "Oh man, like they have to stop doing those. Just let the fucking players go home." Like I don't, I don't know, I don't want to watch that shit, but I watch it because it's there. But like, if it wasn't there, I would not mind at all. I would be, I would be happy if it wasn't there. Those post-game, those those playoff exit interviews are just torture for everyone. Yeah, they are. It's bullshit because like, like half the answers are I, I don't know how to even answer that because like they haven't even well, processed. Connor it. Like you think this isn't, you think this things. isn't, it's the worst for the players. I think. Yeah. Yeah, but they were the only ones that could have done anything about it, and they and exactly, they didn't. Exactly, but it's also still the worst for them because they were the only ones that could do something about it. So, you know. Yeah, but like, they didn't. Yeah, but they didn't. But like, it's not as though they owe that to everyone. Like, 
uh, guaranteed. It's sports. Like, I suppose. We, we I mean, talk about esoteric things like teams look, not showing up and not what having I was passion, say, not having intensity. None of these are hard and fast. Like these are all concepts. Ultimately. What I was going to say was when they asked him about it, and his response was, "The Hawks don't really play that type of game." What response and, did intensity? What was the question? Yeah, yeah. They said, well, "Where was the lack of intensity? We didn't really see any pushback or anything." And his answer was, "The Hawks don't really play that kind of game." Well, whatever. I mean, are we going to dissect the answer of someone who's like completely shattered and heartbroken? I just thought it was a really strange response. Well, who gives a shit? I don't give a shit if it's a strange response. Like, I could not care less. All right. I mean, whatever. Like, the, yeah. I mean, I'm not. I'm, I'm, which isn't to say that, like. In fact, I think there was. We all wish the they worst, they had the some worst kind of response. Intensity. The worst okay. response. So now, now we care about who's who's giving like the worst responses to interviews that like ultimately we don't really matter in the grand scheme of things like at all like i guess so. is, that, is that the minutia that, that, that it's important right now like i i honestly think if i was a player on that team and i had been and i had to do one of those media interviews post game mm-hmm. um, i would i would look even like 400 percent more dejected than they all did with the body language like it's brutal like mm-hmm. i think it sucks for us like imagine how imagine how it feels for them you know, like, yeah, I don't really feel yeah, that exactly. bad, bad, yeah. bad for them. Why would you feel bad for them? They're only the team we cheer for, like all the time. I mean, fuck them, right? They're doing quite I well. I don't feel bad for them. I'm the one who matters. My pain. I mean, of course, they make millions of dollars, but right. and they have, you know, they have a higher quality of life than us in probably every way. But at the same time, like. They were the ones that had to lose that series to Chicago, you know. Um, yeah, but unless, they, unless, they just like and I, rolled I, I, over. I, I, they honestly, rolled over though. They just no, they rolled didn't. over. They didn't. No, they didn't roll over. It was not. It was not oh, as swept, and it was not as though there weren't close games. Like you totally, you totally being way more negative than you need to be, bro. Like <laughs> it, it was hell to watch. It was hell to go through that series. I wish I could go back. In time, um, I mean, maybe I will, because my, my next-door neighbor, Kenny, has a, a, a memory burner, um, which you might think is a, is a name of a, of a CD burner brand from the 90s, but it's actually a device you plug up to your head, and it, it, it burns memories out of your brain using kind of like a soldering iron-type tool. Ooh, memory burn. So I might actually just burn the entire memory of the whole series, you know, Eternal Sunshine and Spotless Mind style. Well, good luck with that. Yeah. Hope it works out. Will you still be friends with me if I don't know about the Chicago Weather series? I think that's sort of your. I think you're not. I honestly think you're not really ascribing as much meaning to this whooping as as maybe you should. But that's me. I mean, that's possible. No, you're probably you could be right about that. Just I'm for my own for my own sanity. Maybe. I'm delegitimizing it. I mean that is an approach. Hold on, let's see here. I did want to. I did want to. Uh, I just want to go over this with you here. So, uh, and I think you know, in the podcast, we should be discussing things like this much more openly going forward here. Okay, so the five stages of grief and grief and loss. Let's see here. Uh, denial and isolation. Um, yeah, I think I burned through that on Friday night. Anger. That was Friday night for me as well. Bargaining. I think I might be on bargaining. 
Can I just say that getting angry actually isn't going to help anything. I've, I've done anger, I'm currently at grief, I'm working my way towards uh, bargaining, whatever, you know, you're behind me. So I'm ahead of you. You're still on anger, definitely. No, I'm past it. No, 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 I'm ahead of you. You're on bargaining, or, or nope. you're, you're past it, then you're on depression. Nope. Acceptance? Have you? Because that's the fifth one. That's the end of the line. Mm. I think no, you're I have, on I anger. haven't accepted it. Because honestly, no, I'm not I'm angry about right it. now. I'm just, you, I'm you really would confused. like to tell me to shut the fuck up. You know how it, you know what it feels like? It feels like like after I've watched like a really good unsolved mysteries, and I'm like, huh, like that was so weird. That's how I feel. I'm confused. Is confusion one of them? Because I'm very confused. Mm. Very confused. Confusion is one. I would imagine confusion could be a subset of denial. Mm, no, I'm not but denying it. Anger? Believe me. What's okay? What's There's, most analogous? What's most analogous out of denial, anger, bargaining, depression, and confusion? I'd say depression, actually. So maybe you are ahead of me. Yeah, maybe. I'm not really. Right depressed though because i've just i've seen it it just seems feels like such a massive step backwards well i mean how much how many spoons of depression do you normally put in your coffee every morning like two or three so you have no. a base, you have a baseline no no i'm not a depressed guy you're still taking quaaludes right no what what happened to those expired ones i gave you no i'm not a very depressed guy but i'm just i'm honestly just confused like from the moment that game ended to now I just, I, I just can't. All right. I can't well, figure it you, out. Let me take I you to the land of confusion. Let's face your confusion head on because there's no judgment here. Okay. So I think you're probably most confused, and because you stated it before in a previous episode very recently about the uh, the dynamite line and the real reason why it nope. didn't uh, wasn't nope. added. You, you, you didn't seem very thing. satisfied with his Tippy's answer post game. Although you know what, I am pretty confused and stunned. At the cojones of putting that line back together with four minutes left. I'm confused about that. I'm confused about that. I was very confused when I saw that line reunited with four minutes left in the game. And I still haven't figured it out. I thought it was seven minutes. I'm hearing seven minutes everywhere. Mm, okay. Oh. Oh, oh, okay. Well, then I'm not confused. Oh, no? Yeah. The extra three minutes clears it up. That explains it. I thought it was well, important. I mean, do you I think, think? I mean, I could see a few possible reasons. I mean, one, mm-hmm. one, you know, at that point, if you're, you're you should kind of be trying everything. Obviously, at that point, at least, although I don't know why you're trying not trying everything earlier than that. But also, perhaps perhaps to mollify what he knew would be like even like I think I think the, that's the criticisms would have been the, the, the criticisms of Tippett's coaching would have been they, they would have been doubled though if he hadn't put them together at all. I suppose. Oh, they they would have been they would have been like the people that are pissed off about that right now would have would be at least twice as pissed off if they hadn't seen it literally at all. I guess so. I don't because know, what it did was what it did was it showed them they were right because they looked good and they were like, see, so it really what it did. Let's say it it increased what was their at that time anger and frustration by ten percent, but avoided it from going through the roof by another hundred and fifty percent. Let's say. Okay. Although maybe I don't know. Hard to, say. Um, hard to say. What are your What are your thoughts on um, what we should do for the pod going forward? I mean, you want to cover a little bit of playoffs. I'll, I'll probably cheer for the Habs and the uh, Canucks, I guess, 
for fuck's sakes, I guess. Yeah, I mean, I think I'm interested. I'm mainly just interested in in ex Oilers and looking through the playoff, looking at the playoffs through the an, a lens of ex Oilers. Oh, there's and, no games today. No, there's no games today. Well, I mean, yeah, Petrie. So Petrie, Jeff Petrie, plays... Cam Talbot, Milan Lucic, Taylor Hall. I'm not. Is... I'm not fucking touching the Calgary games of the 10 foot pole. I do not give a fuck. Well, you should because why? Because that they're part of the. I mean that 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 deal is part of the Oilers universe. I think. That's that's the most vague statement that anyone's ever made on any topic. Well, I'm, our we're all part of. We're all like uh, Charles Manson is also part of the same universe as the Edmonton Oilers. Mm, I disagree. I disagree. I mean, he's what a, dead for starters. So he's, he's you think he's, no he's, longer... he's, he's he's moved on to another universe then? All right. Yep. So someone so someone who's living. Let's say mm-hmm. um, Anthony Scarimucci. Um, more so than Charles Manson. Less so than Cam Talbot. I'm not watching the Flames. I mean, uh, you know, it's not let me put it to you this way. Let me put it to you this way. If the Flames, I'm not even sure if I'll watch hockey at all. To be honest, I don't really watch yeah, I know. playoff You're not hockey a big when the Oilers get eliminated. I, I, I'll, I'll watch like the finals usually, at least certainly a bit. But let me put it to you this way: If the Calgary Flames were to win the Stanley Cup in Edmonton in this thing, it would be something that would resonate uh, deeply among Oilers fans. So I'm going to pay attention to that and really hope it doesn't happen and kind of cheer against it happening. And pray that it doesn't, because it wouldn't be uh, very good for anyone's state of mind. It would kind of be the icing on the cake of, of what is turning out to be a not-so-hot time in the old hub city. No question about that. You know? Excuse me. I burped there. Um, so we got to have, you know, I think and we should I have, like, uh, we should have our too friends back on. on the ice, me? Too many men on the ice call at the end of the game. Uh, uh, yeah, just there's just a lot of things. No response to the Tyler Ennis play. No response yeah, to the. Yeah. No response to the. Well, I mean, do you think it's just like like we can just move on? Like that's not something that needs to be discussed, really. I mean, I'm glad that we're discussing. I'm glad you're willing to well, discuss I it because I really have almost up. no interest in it. But I think it probably does need to be discussed. Yeah, for sure. That's why we're talking. Yeah. I don't know. If I was Taylor Ennis, I'd be pretty choked. I think. Taylor Ennis or Tyler Ennis? Tyler Ennis, I'd be pretty choked. But maybe not. Maybe he's fine with it. I mean, I don't know. You know, he's on a new team. I'm sure. He's probably probably fine with it. He's probably fine with it. Yeah, you're definitely still on anger, I think. I think you're on anger, and that's okay, bro. Jesus still loves you. Or if he doesn't exist, someone someone still loves you. Um, My good friend uh, Hank was talking about you the other day. Um, kind of the namesake of our podcast. He was taking it extremely hard as well. I'm listening to you. Oh, I'm with you. I'm your buddy. I, I, I understand. It's not fair. You just got to let it out. You got to let it It's all. not Just let fair. it go. Yes. No, I believe that. I, I agree. Um, he was having a really, really rough time. What are you laughing at? Huh? You bold piece of shit. You fat little whore. Stop it. With uh, with the loss. No. No. 
Make it go back. Make it go back. Turn back the world. And uh, I'm worried because he seems to be compulsively uh, gambling on horses. Okay, listen. There's a horse running in the fifth at Santa Anita. $16,000 claimer. That means we can buy this horse for $16,000. That's a little over $5,000 a piece. Talk to me. Who's in? I do it, Hank, but I make plans to put all my cash in a bag and toss it over a cliff. No, no. Okay, you're lost, Larry. I, I can't even afford a bag. Okay, listen, it's a big mistake, guys. I'll tell you why. Swear to God, we should just hire a fucking woodpecker. Ever since Friday now. Hey, Inky Pinky, how do we do with Bubs the Winner in the Night? Well, Win, place, show? Not exactly. What do you uh, mean? Well, he went off at 24 to 1, and I put 1,000 to win on him and at, at the uh, 16th of pole he was nine lengths ahead oh jesus what a jackpot well that, no not exactly because then he uh <clears throat> he jumped the rail and uh he dumped the uh, jockey and ran across the uh, infield i i don't know how but he got into the uh, parking lot and out onto colorado uh, boulevard oh god well no no, no 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 the horse is fine but apparently uh, some cars had to swerve uh, around him and uh, we should be expecting two, maybe three uh, lawsuits. I'll see. I mean, losing is one thing, right? It's easy to lose. That's something I realized last. I was thinking last night about how easy it is to lose. It's the easiest thing in the world to lose. You know what I mean? There's there's two teams. One of them is going to lose. It's very simple to lose. Nothing's easier to do than lose. But it was the way we lost. That's, I can't really, uh, yeah. So it's kind of, it's like a self-inflicted, not playing up to your normal speed and potential, making really boneheaded defensive plays, bad goaltending. Um, and you know, they just didn't look like a team at all. They didn't look like they were playing for each other. And that was that in this of all years to not be playing for each other just was shocking to me. Totally shocking. It was the it was the last thing I would have expected to see from this team. Yeah, in I mean, I'm year. sure I'm, we're going to be dissecting it. I mean, I'm not saying we have to move on. Like, I want to have guests on. I want to hear their takes on it. I think everyone's going to have stuff to say. There's nah. a lot. Meh. But anyways, like you know, the podcast goes on at the very least. And uh, in that spirit, I did I did want to say maybe uh, it's time for me to start a new segment, which is uh, things I may now need since the Oilers fucking lost in the playoffs or the play-in series now they weren't and they weren't in the playoffs they, they weren't in the playoffs yes yeah. they didn't make the miss the playoffs we'll say again yeah uh-huh. um and uh something i might need to start doing is um are you familiar with uh, guitar karaoke no but so you should do when, that it sounds like something you'd be good at. when you're on the street when you when you're walking down the street and you see a busker mm-hmm. playing their guitar but like they also have a speaker just playing music as well Mm-hmm. And they're playing along with it. Mm-hmm. Like every time I see that, I'm like, "What the fuck? Like this isn't busking. This is guitar karaoke. It's awesome. Yeah, finally, you do something, that. finally something musically my speed. Yeah. All right, cool. Well, uh, I'll try and stay away from the busier streets. You know, maintain distance and all that stuff. I don't know. Is there anything else you think I could do to help? Uh, help? Uh... No, I don't know. You're dealing with it very well. You're dealing with it very well. I honestly, I'm worried that you're not that you're having a tougher time with it because you're a passionate fan. And, you know, I know you love this team, and I know I just don't get it. We're super excited about it. this run, and it was super heartbreaking for you. I just, I mean, heartbreak is one thing, but just I mean, I couldn't, I them. couldn't. You, none of none of the carrier pigeons were coming back that I sent up to the monasteries. 
It was know. just really weird. I asked all the abbots. Every single abbot told me, motherfucker's taking it hard, man. That was, that was the sentiment every time. It was just how really weird. How, how'd the kids take it? Was it just like streams of tears? No, they're fine. I mean, we're, we, as soon as it was over, like we watched an old SummerSlam on YouTube and it was fine. Like we'd all moved on. Perfect, but, perfect, perfect. But it's just, uh, <laughs> there's a lot of unanswered questions that I'm not Sounds sure fun. answers will ever be like provided. The truth is out there, bro. The truth is out there. I'm not sure. And but if, if, you're if not it doubling is. Down, you're not doubling down on your theory that McDavid was just like, nah, I want to play with Nugent Hopkins. Nah. I have a lot is, of questions. I, question I, have a lot of, I have a lot of questions about Connor McDavid, to be honest with you. I have a lot of questions about Connor McDavid. He's so he good. Can, he, yeah, he's so very good. good. He's very good. He can put the puck in the net. He's very good. No question about it. I'm not... I'm not entirely sure that he's as good at other things as he is at putting the puck in the back of the net. Okay, that's another really vague statement. So, uh, so you want to expand on that a little bit? Sure. I'm not sure he's in, like necessarily a a leader um just like not at all like no leadership qualities like do you think dry settle should be captain i'm not sure um i know you think it was very important unimportant but i think his answer to that question of why we didn't bring it his answer of the hawks don't really play that way was like incredible and I, 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 I'm not sure that's the sort of answer you want the guy who's supposed so you think to be. That answer, that answer means he's not a leader and like shouldn't be captain. Is that what you mean, or something like that? Um, that answer and the performance of the team, yeah, maybe, maybe. So in combination with the playoff loss, that yeah. answer pushes it over the line. So it wasn't just the playoff loss that makes you question his leadership and character and, and ability to be captain of the team, but because he made that answer. In an emotional time after a playoff exit, you're just like, well, fuck, this guy's not a leader. He's a 120-point player next year, maybe, but not a leader. Look, do you think the team played as a team? Uh, do I think the team played as a team? Mm-hmm. Uh, well, they they are they are a team. Did they play well together in a team-like fashion? Mm-hmm. Did they play as well as they did for the majority of the regular season, team-wise, in terms of their team play? No. But are you laying that at the feet of Connor McDavid and putting some blame for that on the, yeah. Do you really think, yeah. do you really think like having a, like you really think the C and the A yep. and shit like that makes a huge difference. Mm-hmm. All right. So, so you're saying we, we have top flight uh, offensive talent on our top lines and some good younger players bubbling up, but we got no, we got no leaders. We got a, we got a leadership void. Yeah, possibly. Yeah. There's like possibly. a power vacuum. Possibly. I'm not gotta, saying, should we? Is Andrew Ferentz still playing? Can we get Andrew Ferentz back in there? No, he wasn't. He wasn't. He was not. No, I think I seriously either. think we should contact Andrew Ferentz on Twitter and, and see if he can fill this leadership void for us. Because hey, man, if you wanna, um, if you wanna, if you wanna fun around with it, like for sure. But I don't know. I have I have questions about that. Um, like, do you lay any of this like leader like a? Do you lay any of this at the? Like is it is it more on Connor than on other players on the team mm. in terms of like this lack this this lack of leadership 
or is it just him? Well, I mean, he's the captain of the team, right? So, yeah, maybe him. Yeah, maybe not entirely, but I just think maybe the Oilers are lacking somewhat in terms of a a leader. And I'm I wonder. I wonder what Connie's like in that room as a leader. I mean, again, it's a totally esoteric concept we're talking about, leader, like like lacking a leader. I mean, that's the kind of thing everyone we could argue about for the rest of our lives. Uh, not and really, never because really when know. you look at players like like a Mark Messier, for example, right? Like, he's, yeah, a, he's a clear leader. He was a clear leader. Like when sure, that was talk, 30 years ago. Who gives a shit? Yeah, I'm just saying that I mean, if you're talking about characteristics, attributes of a leader, right? There, there are attributes. There are things. Yeah, I know, but you're never necessarily going to get everyone to agree on like who is a quote unquote good leader on a hockey team. No, you're not. But there is an importance like, to that, so to that we're, role, I'm, right? I'm just saying, like, you know, we had bad state percentage, bad giveaways, bad team play, no pushback, um, no intensity, nope. no Again. no sticking up for your teammates. Yeah, but mm-hmm. yeah. Again, I think actually our, our classic science versus uh, faith dichotomy is, is rearing its ugly head in a very real way today. <laughs> uh, I've, I've honestly never seen a team not stick up for their teammates like that before. I've yeah. never seen that before. Wait, have you not seen it before? Or you have seen it before? Just making sure. Sorry, I'm being an asshole. Um, we're 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 mad. We're fighting. Like we're like this. This is exactly. This is like. No, I'm just a little. It's like when a married couple has a kid like that dies and they like fight and break up. I'm just a little Podcast surprised over. that you're able to just write it off like as something that wasn't. Like when Tyler Ennis went down, I thought like, holy smokes! Like this series is on. That was a serious injury, on a dirty hit. And I thought the same thing with Ethan Bear. Almost got like buried. And. I thought both times. Yeah, but like now we're now we're like getting into territory of like honor and like revenge and and it's like that's all that I mean it's easy for us to say oh you know they should have gone in there and taken his fucking head off but no well because that's what it's usually, not it's not necessarily like, it's not like we're the ones that are gonna have to go in and do it or it's not necessarily like I mean I don't know I, I definitely wish they played with more intensity I feel like they probably did too I don't even know if they know why they didn't have the intensity though you know it's I, I doubt that's, any I think of them that's are just deciding the, oh well we're not gonna the play with intensity I mean like. That's the root it's, of what I'm saying. Like, and I think, like, when you say something like the truth is out there, I think the answer to it might be as, like, esoteric as that que- the answer to that question or that statement. Like, I, I just don't know. I, I really don't get it. it no, was no, I was so, just doing an X-Files reference. That's all yeah, that was. I, know. I get it. I understand. But it just seems, like, so mysterious as to what just happened. Like, I, I really I don't get it at all. What do you think? Where do you think we should take the podcast for the rest of the the summer here? I mean, I think we have a lot of practice doing uh, doing off season podcasts now, so it shouldn't be too too difficult to go to move forward. But yeah, we'll just keep a little bit of playoff coverage, a little bit of humor. Get some well, when you say on. a little bit of humor, I don't really know what that means. Are you talking like more of your dead baby jokes? Uh, yeah, I guess so. Do okay. we have have I done any dead baby jokes on that podcast in reality? Yes, you have. No, I don't think so. Yeah, you had one about uh, Santa and a dead baby. Um, not sure that made it through editing. Yeah. Are you criticizing my humor? You saying I'm not a funny guy? I don't really think. Are we going? Are we going here? Are we going there now? 
I mean, you're much funnier than I am, for sure. Funnier looking. Definitely. Um, should we leave it there, bro? Let's uh, let's start the wine vibe procedure. But since it's a special episode, let's do let's do something nice for ourselves, and let's just uh, duct tape ourselves to the shuttle bay as it's being jettisoned out of the shuttle bay doors, and we can be we can just have our our, our skin sucked off into the vacuum of space before being uh, pulverized into a million bits of space dust. How does that sound? Sounds good. Okay, engage. All right, bro. Well, uh, I'll, I'll catch up with you soon. Um, stay on the line for a bit. We'll talk a little bit more, maybe. And uh, for all you listening out there, thank you for listening and subscribing. Our condolences on the Oilers' loss. We feel your pain, quite obviously. Uh, and I'm sure that's very evident to everyone listening. Um, but yeah, what can you really fucking say? There's nothing to really say. It's all going to just sound trite and, uh, and pithy at this point so um yeah we'll talk to you soon